like you better with glasses. Too bad. I like me better without them. Hey, pretty fans. Welcome back to another episode of Better With Glasses. I'm your host, Casey Salia. Casey is here as well. Hey. And today we're very excited because we have another interview. Today we're going to be interviewing and talking to Christina Arcona, who is the intimacy coordinator on the Summer I Turn Pretty season one. Talk to him. How'd you how'd you get this amazing, amazing guest? Well, you know, we start off all of our podcasts thanking the the fans and thanking the listeners. So I need more mailbag because I I, I love reading the comments and the direct messages and interacting with you guys about this stuff or about anything. And the idea for this episode came in because um Melissa wrote into the Better With Glasses pod Gmail account. She had watched episode seven in extreme detail and noticed a couple of things about the acting in in the scene, particularly the uh, the last scene on the beach between Belly and Conrad. So without giving too much away, she she noticed something. She didn't quite know if it was written into the story or if it was the characters or if it was the actors um, and wanted my opinion. So I went back. I rewatched it. I slowed it down for you, um, told you what she was looking for, and then had you rewatch it. I was like... Way too subtle, right? <laughs> but I, I I, really thought she was onto something. Um, and I had thoughts and I had opinions, but I, I it really, it bothered me because I'm like, somebody out there knows the answer to this question. Do you remember when we were down in Wilmington? I was looking up, you know, content on, on YouTube. We found this great Sean Kaufman who plays Steven, we found his interview. Of course. Inside of that interview, they sent us a little section where he was talking about Christina and he was talking about how important, you know, having an intimacy coordinator was to the show and to his comfort and, and, you know, all the actor safety and stuff like that. So I didn't know what an intimacy coordinator was, but you did. Well, yeah. I mean, recently with how things are changing in the last couple of years, they've been very, very, very important to have on set. Yeah. Make everyone comfortable. Yeah. uh, so I, you know, I didn't know exactly what that involvement was. That was the first time I'd heard it. Then I asked you about it. And I was thinking, you know, if there's something between the actors about, you know, the the kiss or the kissing scene and, and whatnot, I'm like, I bet she would know. So I went straight to IMDb. I went to IMDb, went all the way down to the, to the production and found her name, found her on Instagram and, you know, opened the line of communication. She was so great yeah uh i mean i've heard i wasn't part of the interview but i've heard it and it's really really going to be a treat for you guys super deep and they had a really good conversation yeah that's going to be a so it's 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 got everything it's got uh a lot about her role which i think is really important it's got um all of the favorite scenes she shares some tidbits uh, about her time working with the actors and what it was like filming these really iconic scenes so i'm excited hope you guys are too without further ado christina arjona Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm super excited because um, obviously we, we've we been doing this podcast for a little while now. If the stars align, I, I can have something something or somebody else to talk to that um, is, is more deeply ingrained in the series and the filming of it. And today I'm super excited because we have Christina Arjona with us, um, who was an intimacy coordinator on, on the actual series. So Christina, welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. 
Yeah. Um, so I guess my first question for you is I looked a little bit at, at your IMDb and whatnot. How long have you been in this business or in this industry? And then pivoting off of that, like how and when did you get started in the business as, as an intimacy coordinator? Cause I know that's relatively, relatively new. Yeah. So I've been in the industry over 10 years now. I've worked as an actor. I've worked in the AD department, so like the assistant directing, coordinating department. And then I've also worked as a director for independent films. And I was just really passionate about safety. And I had experienced some things both as an actor and then on the production side of how some intimacy things were not handled super well. And that kind of led me to want to develop some safety protocols. Originally, it was really centered around how to film any kind of sexual violence scene safely. And I mm. used to try and give that information for free. I spoke at panels and seminars and people were just not particularly interested at the time, which was unfortunate. Um, but then in the wake of the Me Too movement, there was a huge yeah. shift in the industry. And then it became something that people were like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess we could care about how we're doing these and see how it's affecting actors and performers over you know decades of how, how film has originally been done so yeah. yeah so that became a profession so something I was just passionate about and it sort of brought everything together that I had worked on and cared about and then I was lucky enough to be selected by this training program in LA it's called Intimacy Professionals Association and I went through wow a six month training program and I got accepted to the agency and I have been working basically nonstop ever since. That's great. Well, it's, it's great that the industry is going that way. And like you said, you're not just out there giving advice for free, but people are paying for doing things the right way. Yeah. Right? Um, and yeah. Um, and I, it's, it is pretty new, isn't it? Because look at series that I grew like even coming of age with young actors and, and looking through, you know, who, who was on set and who, who was a part of the, you know, the creation of it. You, you don't see things like, oh, and the intimacy coordinator was such and such person. Mm -mm. I mean, it's really like, I want to say 2017, 2016 is kind of when you saw that starting to become so very much like in, as Me Too is coming. I mean, HBO was one of the first ones that said, okay, we're going to have an intimacy coordinator on everything that has intimacy on it. And we sort of thought the rest of the studios were going to jump on and then nobody did. And so it's yeah. been like four years since that. And so we're making strides with SAG as far as it becoming required. It's still suggested, um, mm -hmm. which is an interesting thing. But yeah, we're we're getting there. So it's it's a, a steps in the process. But yeah, I've only been doing it for probably the last three years. And even during COVID times, it's become even more normal, I think, because... Mm -hmm industry has gotten used to adding safety elements that where they hadn't before you know so everyone's used to masks and testing and I mean we get tests on set I mean like every some productions is every other day some it's every day like whereas before that was kind of unheard of we are kind of in the rhythm of it now so I think there's more space for that as an understanding of uh, kind of breaking up what would have been like the normal expectations on set or kind of how people think things are run because it's it can be different when I'm on set so it's yeah. like I'll have a closed set or things like that and so people are becoming more open to that and kind of understanding what it is that I do which is which is great so how did you get involved with with this series because you mentioned HBO so was it prime video or was it 
you know, had you worked with Jenny Han before or? or yeah, this one, I mean, this was my first series with Jenny. I've, I've been working with her ever since, which has been great. Um, I'm a huge awesome. fan of, I'm a huge fan of Jenny. She's like the best boss. Um, and I interviewed for it. I, I was up against a couple different intimacy coordinators and um, it just seemed like the right fit. You know, there's different people that specialize in, everybody has a different dynamic and specifically with younger actors, like freshly 18, it can be really kind of scary adjusting to being intimate in these scenes. And And one thing that I will like praise Jenny up and down about is that it is not required to have an integrator for kissing scenes. A lot of shows don't do that. She mm -hmm. wanted her actors to be comfortable. Like all, because yeah, Lola, like some of these characters, some of these actors, this is their first time on a major production to begin with. There's enough stressors going on. And yeah. she wanted to make sure that everyone felt comfortable throughout this process, that all of the intimacy elements were clear and that they never felt like they were pressured into anything they were uncomfortable with. So I praise her because I, this is one of the few productions that I've been on that has such an emphasis on caring for kissing scenes. Yeah. And like you said, the cast is, is really young for a lot of them. It's, it's their first big gig ever, ever. Yeah. <laughs> so how how do you approach working with young or even first time performers differently? Is do you rely on like the Jennies of that production to kind of lead that, or or do you bring you know your your own elements yeah, to, to making that it's, comfortable? It's so kind of how my process goes is that I get the scripts and I break down you know what are all the intimacy scenes, what do you even have, what do we even touch on, like kind of break it all the way down of like you know, what could you possibly want me there for? So I have like a Zoom call with Jenny and um, whoever is directing that episode and all that stuff and we break down each of those scenes so I know what to expect, what they're thinking of, how far each of these scenes will go or what our angles are, you know, all that good stuff. And then I get to Zoom individually with each of the actors involved in those scenes. And then I talk them through that and say, here's what they're thinking for these scenes. How do you feel about it? Do you have any questions? Um, yeah. You can have the most lovely, well-meaning directors and showrunners, but it is still a power dynamic that can be intimidating, especially for young people. And so I give them a space so that they can be honest about how they're feeling and we can problem solve things or we can help them feel empowered to say like, I don't feel comfortable doing this thing. And I'm like, great. Yeah. So here's what we're thinking. Like, here's why it's in the story. Let's figure out what we can compromise on so that we all feel good about it, comfortable about it, but we're still getting the story across. It was, you know, for Lola, yeah, like it was, I think her, the first thing we did was her kissing Cam in the car, that sequence. Yeah. And that was like their first week of filming, you know? And so I'm talking to her before they're filming. And I was like, you know, cause I always like to ask actors, like, how do you feel when we're working? Do you want to be checked in between takes? Do you, once we get going, do you kind of want me to lay back? Like, you know, they have options. And she's like, I don't know how I like to work on set. I have no idea yet. And we're like, okay, so we're yeah. figuring it out. And that was a lovely situation because they both went to school together. So they knew each other really well. So there was already a history between those actors. And so what, David and, and Lola yeah. went to school together. Yeah. yeah, they went to high school together. And so that, you know, that helps. So we, I think that was great. And so many of them, even though they hadn't been on set before, had training and um, we're so grounded and lovely, just lovely people. And so 
kind of, I just meet each person where they're at and talk through what they might be feeling concerned about or nervous about. And we just work through that. So the prep process is just so important because ideally we've got everything figured out when we get to the day. So there's not a lot of questions. We can always walk things back, but we're not adding things on the day. And that's, I think is very comforting to a lot of performers, especially newer performers. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of people, I think, misconstrue the role because it's not just to your point. It's not just like the nudity or it's not just sex. It's it's whatever they, they need you for or want you for. Um, I got excited when I started speaking to you because I fired off a bunch of, you know, other scenes. And, you know, like the I, I think I mentioned like Conrad touching Belly's arm at the end of one scene or like their almost kiss and the Conrad playing with Belly's hair. And you weren't a part of of those, but you got to review the entire script, right? And and then was it more so you suggesting, figured out what they were comfortable with you on set for, what they kind of felt like they didn't need? Yeah, especially for this, it was a conversation with each of the actors and kind of saying, you know, we've established all of their touch boundaries. So we're really clear about where they're comfortable being touched, where they're not, you know, all of that. So, and they're also... I mean, this was in the heat of COVID time. So they were a bubble, like all, they only hung out with each other. And most of them were, you know, coming into Wilmington from other places. So it's like, they spent all of their time together. They became really close friends. They knew each other really well. And so we could have these kind of conversations, especially as the season is going of, you know, what do you feel comfortable with? What do you feel comfortable with in these dynamics? And a lot of times they're like, I feel really comfortable with him, especially for like the hair touch or these things. You know, we talk about breath work and how we have these moments, but past that, they're like, no, I feel good. I feel like we can, you know, we know what our boundaries are. We know how to connect and um, I'm okay in this scene. And so we always do it based on the actor's comfort for those that don't require, you know, if it's something that has nudity or any kind of simulated sex act, then yes, that's that's a definite yes. And then for the kissing scenes, we, we walk everything back just based on what the actors would prefer. That's great. Yeah, I, I think it's so fun because for us as fans, as much as we're sitting here hoping that these characters kiss and get together <laughs> in some sense, I oftentimes forget, no, like in real life, how the scenes are shot are in d- different order and, you know, things like, you know, Cam and Belly kissing in the car come before Belly and Cam's actual first kiss in, in, <laughs> in the show. So, um, so no, no, that's great. Um, now there were some, some, I guess I'll just call them bigger moments. I can only imagine that you you were a part of those. So I, I imagine you worked pretty closely with Sean and Minnie, right? Mm-hmm. On, a, on a scene that they had together. Belly and Jeremiah's kiss in the pool. Belly and mm-hmm. Jeremiah in the car. Um, can you share a little bit about, like, if you remember any of those, those scenes or, or what it was like filming those in particular? Yeah, um, <laughs> I can give you a funny story about the pool sequence. Um, That was the only intimacy scene that we had to reshoot. Um, And it was nothing about, I mean, the actors were great. We'd walked through everything, but it was like the first cold night of the summer. Like it'd been, you know, great, everything, the sun goes down and the pool hadn't been heated because it'd been hot during the day. And the poor actors got in and it was freezing. And they muscled through this intimate, you know, this, their first kiss scene. And like poor, you know, Jeremiah is like shivering, like some of his lines didn't come out, right? And um, and by the time where they actually kissed, they were like clinging to each other for warmth. And it was, you know, a unique way to do that. And they were such troopers about it. But then we got into the, they got into the dailies and they were like, 
we can't use this. Like y'all, they're so shivery. And so we had to reshoot that. And then the second time the pool was like a hot tub. They were just, it was like so warm that we had to kind of work on be like, okay, remember this is still the first kiss. I know we shot this already, but we still need that, you know, the clinging that you had when you were cold. We now need to incorporate that in this warm uh, hot tub basically. So yeah, they were incredible troopers about that, but that was a very uh, unique experience. But, um, but yeah, for all of those, we really talk through, you know, again, like the boundaries we understand. And again, these are like highly anticipated moments for the audience, right? They, they love these yeah. characters and they're bringing them to life. So we wanna make sure that it's something like memorable and sweet and something beautiful about the way that Jenny writes is that by the, you know, typically with shows like you add music later, that's something like for these intimacy moments, like it takes a while to get songs approved and like all the legal stuff and all that. Um, I don't know how she did it. The, the song she got, she got or that they got. Songs. Oh my God. Most of those songs she had in the script already, which is rare. We don't usually get that. So when we oh. were filming, like, cause I think in that scene, it's like, what, are we still friends? Um, is that mm -hmm. the song that plays, she already knew she wanted that song in that moment. So when we were filming to help kind of get the actors sometimes in the mood, especially in, in sections that don't have dialogue to give you what the feeling of it is, we had a big speaker that would play that song over it. And it kind of gives a rhythm, it gives a timing that it's hard to explain. You know, the music is always helpful. Yeah. And she's so, Jenny's so incredible about being really specific about music for each of these scenes. So most of the scenes that have intimacy, that song was the original song that was like in the script. We had it typically on set when we were, you know, there's a few ones, I mean like Taylor Swift songs, things that were like later, that kind of yeah. added later, but most of the songs we had on set and that's so helpful for the actors. Yeah. Was it helpful for you too? Oh that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it adds to the communication because, you know, my my job is to, you know, I, I help with some choreography elements, but for the most part, I'm coordinating and making sure the communication is clear between the vision of the showrunner and the director and the actors. And sometimes with intimacy, people get nervous, so they don't quite know how to explain themselves or, you know, all of that. And music is one of the best ways to be like this is the feeling I get in this moment. Let's play this song. And I think it hits people at a different level. It really helps actors and it helps me to be like, okay, that's that's what we're getting. And, you know, we have the montage with like Teenage Dirtbag in one of the early episodes. So like in the car seat, so you're switching from all that. And so when I read the script, I'm like, okay, this is a scene. And then I was like, oh, Teenage Dirtbag is playing. Okay, that's not what I was expecting. And oh, okay, that sends you down a different path. And it's so, so helpful to see her vision. That's that's awesome. That's great. Um, <laughs> watching the series, there are some intimate elements for the moms mm -hmm. um, that are definitely more, I'll just call it adult. Yeah. Right. Uh, like Laurel in Cleveland and then Susanna, I think in what I can only describe as a, a dive bar. Yes. <laughs> if um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it is it different working with just with older older actors i mean i'm i'm sure the same standard of care is is still appropriate and needed but is it is it different in in any way yeah i mean from my perspective you know when i'm working with younger actors i'm trying to prevent issues of experiences with intimacy that are negative you know and so yeah. sometimes when you're dealing with actors who have been through this industry for a while 
they've had experiences. So I will say like, have you ever worked with an intimacy coordinator before? And most of them will say no, but I wish I had, you know, that in my little heart, I'm like, I wish I could protect them from all these past experiences, but we're here now. And so we do what we can now. And they're, they come from a per different perspective, like understanding some of these elements. Um, but then, yeah, one of the things I love about this show too, is that they're not one dimensional mom characters, you know, that you get to really see yeah. them as full women and normalizing women of different ages being sexual and, and being in their own and finding themselves again. And yeah, oh my God, I love Laurel and Cleveland, like that, you know, and there's skinny dipping scene that there's just this normalization of seeing a dad bod in a romantic way. And it's just yes. so, I mean, Jenny's so thoughtful in that. So it's like, I love that all of the teen actors are, you know, basically freshly 18 playing teenagers versus when you sometimes see like 30 year olds playing teenagers. Like it's your, your yes. experience, your body, everything is different. So normalizing being sort of an awkward teenager in some ways, like you're new to things and you know, we see different levels of teens that are at different sexual comfort levels in this show. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got, you know, Steven's relationship and then you've got Belly's different relationships. Like there are different speeds and there's not really a judgment, which I love, you know? So it's yeah. wherever you are as a teenager, like it's okay. And it's okay to not know how to do things or feel like a late bloomer. And that's something Jenny's really passionate about is like we we lean into the awkward moments as long as there's enthusiastic consent and that's something we talk about we've talked a lot about in the show and you'll see it in pretty much in every scene where there's like a first kiss with the teens there's some elements of clarifying enthusiastic consent before things happen and you know for the adults yeah we wanted to shake the I, mean, I know she wanted to shake this up of seeing them as full women having them have their sexuality and for even some of the actresses, they're like, yeah, it's been a while since anybody's asked me to do this kind of thing. I thought I was past this age, essentially, but it's it's almost, it's nice to still feel like a, a you know, a sexual being at that age where so often you're limited to being, you know, you're, you're supposed to turn that part of your life off, which is not real. Well, especially in these types of shows that is really grounded in the kids and the coming of age story of the kids and of a young belly. But it's so important to your point to see that juxtaposition because then it makes it, it makes it real. And the belly character, she's, they, all the teenagers, they openly talk about sex, yeah. right? And, and it's not, it's not awkward or taboo, but to see it juxtaposed that way actually on screen was to your point. It, it was great. Were you a part of the, um, the, the skinny dipping scene? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you were. Okay. Yeah. So we, that was actually a funny night too, because we had, cause there's two skinny dipping scenes, right? There's the one with the girls where their clothes gets taken away. Um, mm -hmm. And so we shot that scene and then we literally like that night moved like a hundred feet down the, that same lake. And we shot the date scene with the parents or with, you know, mom and Cleveland. So it was funny. He was like, okay, kids, you get out of here now with your, you know, your skinny dipping night. And now it's time for mom to take over. So um, yeah, so that was, that was really fun. And, um, and they were really good sports about, you know, they had to like, because it was a real lake and it was a gorgeous location, but they had to put like a little net in the water to make sure there were no like critters that got into the area where they were swimming and, 
we had a few stray turtles that made their way across the net, but nothing else. So that was helpful for the actors. But um, yeah, so that was that was a fun scene, and it was just so nice. You know, it was it just felt so empowering. Yeah, I, I love Laurel and Cleveland, and I just think it's so sweet to see their connection and to see Laurel get to feel like she's allowed to be a sexual person and like her own human again after divorce and I think yeah that's can be really grounding and really just supportive for a lot of adults that feel like yeah okay I'm past my prime and and it's like no you you can you know find your groove again yeah and for those two it's also a good caveat to the other scene before which was like kind of like I don't know if it was heat of passion but in in the moment and then for them to have a date and this one's more lighthearted and fun and they're skinny tipping yes yeah yeah, if you're talking about the car scene yeah and so and it's what I like about that too is like we're sort of seeing where Laurel was right like so she's essentially the car scene between the two of them is this like you know reaction she's what this was like in right after she'd seen her ex-husband with the younger girlfriend yeah walking by there you know she was like okay this you know this idea of a fling what it feels like in the beginning and then she thinks again that that's oh probably what's going to happen again with Cleveland and then Cleveland is like here is a date and I'm taking you like a little picnic and I'm you know and he's just so sweet and thoughtful and I, I think it's it's really sweet how it changes the dynamic and it's again I think it's fun to see the mom character being the one that's like oh I just want this to be you know a, a, maybe a one night stand maybe a fling and to see this nice guy saying like oh I really like you and you know, I'm I'm making an effort and seeing her feeling comfortable about the idea of her undressing of like, oh, I didn't bring a swimsuit. You know, he's kind of, he's like, whatever it's, you know, and her feeling that comfort and being in an open space um, with, mm-hmm. with that nudity element to it. So, which, you know, we don't see, but that that's story-wise what she's going through. Which is implied. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Um, and then, you know, the Luke character. So there's a kiss between Jeremiah and Luke mm-hmm. that I think it's not critical to the story itself, but it does so much for the series, right? And mm-hmm. and for the the time and, um, you know, being able to to show the Jeremiah character is bisexual. And um, I, I know you're specifically like, you know, very passionate about material, you know, dealing with queer stories and, and how that's told. And I I wanted a, a little bit of insight into you and what it was like even for, for Gavin um, in, in putting the scene together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, I'm, you know, very proud queer person. And I am so passionate about creating queer stories in, in a positive way. And I think, especially for stories about teenagers, you, you see a lot of trauma in how queer relationships are things are shifting in the industry which is like so lovely to see but I know growing up for me I didn't have a lot of resources that I could enjoy that were positive you know and um it's really nice to see you know this because these books were written like 10 years ago now um but how much of the shift in what you see in media within that 10 years that this can be a normal thing that it's just joyful that you um it's a non-issue it's not something that anyone is batting an eye at you know and even his discussion mm-hmm. with with belly later about like oh i saw you and him you know did you have a good night and it's it's not a question about the the queerness element it's just this person and it's, yeah it's, it's it's there's it's not 
there's no angst and it's not it's not all about coming out and, and things like that which are also important stories to tell but yeah. it's just normal yeah like what's it like if we're just normal we're not hiding in a corner of the part like we're just out and happy you know kind of leaning in this idea that like everyone's in love with jeremiah every you know, very equal opportunity for whoever he cares about and that yeah there's just this thing that everybody wants to be with jeremiah and then Belly is the one that is different for him. And to see how he is with other people versus Belly, you know, that she's really, you know, has always been endgame for Jeremiah. And so what is, what is that difference? And so, yeah, it was really neat to see how that was updated for, um, for this, you know, where we are now. And so, yeah, it was Gavin's first kiss in the series. Um, and so that was also interesting because um, our lovely actor who played in that scene with him was, you know, essentially it's considered a day player. So you're only in for, you know, one or two days on set versus the rest of the team had all been there all the time together. So it's like, you're essentially meeting this person on the day saying like, hello, um, nice to meet you. We'll be having this scene together. And that was his first one of the series. So, you know, it's, it's a, a different experience. And so helping them both feel comfortable, especially because it can feel like a different dynamic for our day player. Like I'm really passionate about making sure they both feel comfortable with what's going on. So I kind of help facilitate communication between the two of them and talking again about boundaries and clarifying all of that on the day and really breaking down specifically how that's happening physically and you know, and then we hopefully have a like a piece of Jeremiah that really connects with normalizing the cute hot guy that is queer and that being okay in in yeah. this community. Uh, it's just like, it warms my heart, you know? And I, I also feel like there's not enough depiction of bisexual men or, you know, like any kind of pan, you know, he doesn't really specify what his uh, specific identity is, but this there's not a ton of positive, you know, depictions of that that don't get mm -hmm. criticized one way or the other in, in media with characters. And so it's really nice to see that just normalized in this community. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. Well, what led to me, as you know, um, reaching out to you was because one of our fans actually wrote in and I haven't, I haven't done a recap or review of the seventh episode or the finale yet, but she said, Hi, I keep rewatching this over and over and I think I'm seeing things like I, I've watched this so many times and she wanted my opinion on the very subtle nod that Belly gives to Conrad before they kiss and she was she was asking for my opinion I'm like I can give my thoughts but um you know it, it, it got me thinking I I could see why it was in the scene but I didn't quite know if it was a nod between actors or a nod between the characters and if so why and why not and, and all of that so um that's that's how all this came about and I reached out to you about it yeah can you comment on the the, the very subtle nod and just that entire that entire scene it's it's beautifully shot but there's so many elements of care that went into how it was shot, how they go in for the kiss and the embrace and the first kiss between them versus the third time they're kissing in that same even setup. Can you go into go into that for us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, you know, that's a moment that is so 
there's a lot of pressure on that because of the fan base and they, you know, the actors really wanted that to be something that connects with the audience. And that's something that, you know, Jenny wanted. And, and so we're talking through the specifics of it. And again, coming back to this idea of like enthusiastic consent, you know, you don't want to like lean too far into like, yes, you can kiss me. You know, like, uh, you know, we get that a little bit in the first dynamic with, you know, she has different dynamics with each of the guys, but like with Cam, he's kind of like, is it, can I, yeah. And she's like, yes. So then we get that first moment. And then same thing, Jeremiah is like, you know, could you ever see me? And she's saying, yeah. So these first kisses with them, you kind of have these moments. This scene, you know, the top of the scene when they're sitting together on the beach and you kind of lean in, you can feel that tension of almost a kiss maybe happening. And she sits, stands up and she's like, you're not in a place, you know, there's a lot going on. I don't want to take advantage of this situation. She doesn't, she, she doesn't essentially think he is in a place to give the right consent. And yeah. he's responding, you know, essentially saying, you know, there's this back and forth, like, I don't want you to just need somebody, I want you to want me and, you know, all that. And he kind of plants himself and confirms like, you know, it's, it's you, I really, I want to be with you. And rather than, you know, some of these, sometimes you see these kisses that just like come out of nowhere and you sweep the person away and, and you're like, well, okay, is that consensual? You know, like there's not necessarily a check-in before that. And so for this moment, you really see him moving in really slowly. So there's different pieces. There's, you know, we craft this moment where he puts her hair behind her ear. And that's the initiation of a really light touch. It's like hair behind her ear and then hand behind her neck, which is just such a like makes your heart go pitter patter to begin with. And then it's this moment of like, he's really looking at her to say like, is this okay? And, you know, moving very slowly to make sure that that's okay. And then finally moving in for that first kiss, slowly checking in and then they're kind of pulling apart. And yeah, you have this little moment, this little nod, this very subtle, like, yes, okay. And then that's when they move in with a more passionate kiss. And so making sure really checking in for both of those characters because they're dealing with so much in this moment of like are we in a place that this is okay and even if you know who knows what the future holds but like right now this is where we are and yeah and that was really thought out and I mean so beautifully acted with the two of them and um and there's just so much care between the actors to begin with and so that just helping specify the movements just gives them, you know, the framework for it. And then they fill it with, you know, their incredible skills and connections together. Yeah. Was that, was that shot kind of midway through or, or kind of towards the end of the shooting? Do you remember? It was near the end. Yeah. It was okay. one of the last things. Cause yeah, I think I mentioned to you that like, there was a, a delightful push pull between the, the love interest boys. Cause like, Cam, you know, we did that one first and the boys were, the other, the brothers were on set, you know, when that was happening and they were all like, well, crap. All right, now we got to top that, you know, so each, each love interest rebellion is like, oh no, they're like, all right, Christina, how do we make this one look more romantic than the last one? So it, was, it became this kind of cute, you know, thing to see how each of them have different dynamics with her and, you know, what their relationships mean. So there's not like, there's not a bad guy, you know, there's just different, which is very normal to like how you might have different love interests in your, especially in your teen years, that like some things click, some things don't, but like, but they can all be different, you know? And so, yeah, yeah and I think that, that was our last kiss scene for the, for Belly. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of the, almost like the pressure of the whole season of like, okay, here we go. And 
Um, and I think I told you that we almost didn't film that day because, you know, we got up super early, get up before the sun, you have to get them all ready. We get to the beach and we were hoping to shoot this beautiful sunrise and there was a storm coming. And so we just like had full cloud coverage. You couldn't really see the sunrise in the way that they had planned. And we were like going back and forth if we were just going to cancel and, you know, reshoot on another day. And it ended up being like, Jenny and uh, I think Erica was directing that episode that they were kind of figuring it out of like, you know what, this isn't a super sunny moment necessarily. There's a, there is a storm coming. There's so many elements to what's going on. It actually really fit what this scene was. And I, you know, I mean, I think the sky looks just absolutely gorgeous with all of the you know, clouds and you can kind of see the storm in the distance. And I think it, it ends up being even more impactful for what this scene was. Yeah. Well, I think I called it a happy accident because it's one of those things where you can get a, a sunrise any day, but if, sure. if you really wanted, if you really wanted the storm clouds, that's harder to get. That's, that oh. is hard. Yeah. You, you either do that in post or you're, you're really looking out for storms. Yeah. So um, that's great. Yeah. I guess you, you know, better than us of fans, how much care goes into it and building out these stories um, and the through lines of these characters. So do you have a team? You know, it's like so funny because every scene that we work on, I have to be team whoever it is. I and know. so I, like, they would come, the BTS would come behind and ask people like which team they're on. And I'm like, I am specifically not allowed to, to have uh, a team. So I have told everybody that I'm their team. So for me overall, it's it's team belly is how I like how I circumvent the question. But um, yeah, I think I think the boys are good for her and in, in different times in different ways and I mean I mean I also just love Cam and Cam is so precious and I just wish the best for him in the world <laughs> like me too <laughs> and like yeah it's so funny when they do the interviews and stuff I think Chris has even said that he's like oh I actually I'm team Cam like everybody loves Cam and so they just yeah. became Cam Cameron was like just uh, you know just a love on set for everybody but like the brothers are so different you know there's then and I think the the guys that play them are just so incredible at it and it's you know I think there's just the introvert and extrovert energies between the two of them and and it's so you get it you know I think so that's why for me like every time we get into those scenes and I know that the audience is getting push pulled in different ways like for me to do my job, I want every time you're in a scene with her and an intimacy scene with any of the guys that you're like, oh, I'm in it with them, you know? Yeah. And this is, in this moment, this makes sense for her. And then things shift and then we're pulled in a different direction. You really gotta, for me, you gotta love all of them so that you can yeah. follow along with what she's dealing with. And, you know, even when we did, oh my God, we did the dream sequence thing was so oh, yeah. funny because, the boys are like the way we were filming it was literally like she's laying there we do like one coverage and the other guy's like hiding behind uh you know um a, like some kind of some kind of grip gear and then it's like okay and switch and the guys would just like like you know high five and the other guy you know the other brother jumps in and I mean there was such like a, a love and care between all of them but it, I mean that scene was very funny uh to film but the, they were just so sweet about it and yeah, so I I will uh, avoid the question and just say Team Belly. I I think it's a, I think it's a great answer. I think Lola said something similar. When you're so connected to it and you're the one that's a part of all of it, I think she said the same thing. She said, 
you know, I finished the scene with you and I feel that's great. And then I have a scene with you and she's like, I can't, I can't choose. So yeah, um, I think that's like, cause that comes up with, you know, the, in the pool scene with Jeremiah, where she's saying like, even her voiceover is saying, you know, I always thought it would be with Conrad, but here I am about to kiss Jeremiah. Like, you know, Belly's going through these things that she thinks she knows what her end game is. And then life keeps changing. And, you know, Jeremiah's professing his love to her. And it's like, wow, okay, why am I, fighting for this person that is not wanting, you know, not responding to me. And I have this lovely caring human that's sitting in front of me sharing his heart. Like, yes, okay, I'm going to adjust. And again, I think that's really great for teenagers to see that like, yeah. you might be, you know, and your first love is always like so important that it'll always stay with you. But sometimes it's not your the love for your life and sometimes it's okay yeah. to explore you know other things and as long as it's consensual and communicative and you know and I love about this show too is that she's really in control of all of these situations and like even this scene with Jeremiah in the car later where you know he's touching her chest for like the first time that she's really the one that's moving this along in the way that she's like I want this to happen and he's kind of stopping and checking in, like are you okay you know there's again there's there's checking in there's normalizing teenage boys like stopping and checking in in such a way yeah. that I think is just really organic and not you know we don't want it to feel preachy but we want to just normalize that care and I think Jenny I mean Jenny does that wonderfully in all of her stuff you know and to all the boys like all of that it's so thoughtful in the connections of the characters and allowing boys also to be a little awkward or be like you know don't quite know I mean one yeah. of my favorite things is in the kiss scene with um when we did the car scene with Cam and Belly you know we're, we're it's their first kiss it's her first kiss and like you know we crafted this moment where we had them like unbuckling their seat belts because it's like yeah hold on, hold on a second we were kissing and it's you know we're kind of this thing's in the way and they can kind of giggle and laugh about it together that it's like I think that's what makes it so real. Like those little moments where you stop and laugh together and, and care. I think that, I hope that's what connects to with the audiences of like, oh yeah, I've been there. Like, or, you know, it's okay if if something like, you know, <laughs> if you've got a seatbelt in the way, you can move it. You know, like it's okay. Yeah. Normalize being young and figuring things out. Yeah. Are you, and I don't know if you're allowed to share, but are, are you a part of season two as well? As in when, when shows like this get picked up for the second season, is it important to keep the same intimacy coordinator? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I can't really talk about season two. There are a lot of new developments and there's a lot of new collaborations. You, you can you can only imagine that as Belly grows up, there's going to be more more moments and we'll yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah. And that, yeah, like, you know, if you're a fan of the books, like, you know, I mean, I, so there's all these things that like having read the books, like, okay, we, we start with these things. And then now with it being 10 years later, things are fleshed out or there are more characters or there's more things written out. So yeah, there's things that you love and then exciting new things that are being added to flesh out some of these beloved characters too. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of care to continue with the team. And then there's some new faces and so you, you, I know that they've already posted about a new character sure. that's coming in and so there's some additional care that's being done for some non-binary characters so we're bringing in some non-binary you know 
consultant. You are a part of it. I'm I'm lovingly a part of it, but there's been some expansion in how the intimacy is being helped with to include more non-binary representation and care in both ends. So yeah, I'm really happy gotcha. about it. And um, and then also I'm working on another show with Jenny, or we just finished um Exo Kitty. So I hope all of oh, yeah. the, the first season of that. So for any Jenny's fans, like that'll be coming out next year too. Any any last things that you want to share or um let's see I think we covered all of like the, we covered most of it. yeah I mean my god like yeah this is one of my favorite series to work on and and it's just all of these actors were so lovely and thoughtful and it's it's nice to see such an ensemble especially with so many young and like new actors that all work together really well that were really caring for each other and you know, this was a series that had a lot of women in charge behind the scenes too. Like your showrunners, there's a lot of women of color. And I think I'm, you know, as a Latina, I'm really passionate about representation in, in intimacy and kind of going against stereotypes. And there's so many sexual stereotypes about Asian women, about Asian men. And what I love about everything that Jenny does is like, it just shows you real people and it's normalizing these, these Asian girls as a romantic lead and being individual people that each of these girls are different. And, you know, Steven is like, Steven's one of my favorite characters too. Like he's I, just- I love Steven. Oh my God. And Sean is just like the sweetest human. And it's like to see his banter with his sister, you know, like he's like throwing a hairball at her versus like the care he has with his girlfriend. It's just like, there's so much, you know, dynamic and care. And I, I'm just glowingly so in love with everything that Jenny does. And it's really purposeful and thoughtful. And again, letting like Laurel be this, you know, this mom who's having her own experiences, both like as an adult Asian woman. And it's, you know, there's so many layers to it that we can just normalize. And I think it's, it's so beautiful the way that this everything that Jenny does to connect with different you know different types of teenagers different types of parents and normalizing like everybody's their own person but we all we've all been through the awkward stages and it's okay and just yeah. you know communicate is really what it comes down to yeah well I I think that all of that goes into why it's been so popular with you know, like people like me in their thirties and then like, you know, young girls are watching it with their moms and their moms love it just as much. And, um, and, you know, obviously you have like the, the younger, younger crowd as well, but, um, it just does such a beautiful job of, of weaving together those stories. And it's, it's easy to, to root for every single character. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm team everybody on the show. <laughs> I, I am too. Pick the day. <laughs> Well, thank you so much again. And uh, no, we're we're excited to to see your work. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad, and I'm so glad that the audience is enjoying it. And I'm glad to that you reached out. Like, it's just nice, you know. I I love the work that I do, and we're typically not noticed necessarily unless something goes wrong. And so it's nice to like see that what we're working on and crafting with these actors is really connecting with the audience. And I'm always so passionate about the work I do and I'm so happy to to share that with you. I I could tell immediately when when we started talking that you really cared about the series and you really cared about um all, all the scenes that we care about too. So I love it. Thank you so much. Of course.